Welcome to Gym Class Revolution. This podcast was created specifically for marginalized communities to focus on using physical activity as a self-care tool and support mental health. If you're looking for quick tips on how to lose weight fast, you won't find that here. Instead, if you're trying to figure out how to incorporate physical activity into your life to improve both your physical and mental health, then you're exactly in the right place. Let's go! Hey everyone! Thanks for joining me. I don't really want to leap into how to exercise until we really talk about why it can be really beneficial for your mental health. I think we all really have been beaten over the head about how it can help your physical health. You know, if you're overweight, it'll help decrease your waist size and that will help decrease the possibility for heart disease and other physical ailments, right? And so I really wanted to explore the mental health benefits because I really want it to be clear on this podcast that physical activity, yes, it's good for your physical health if if excess fat is decreasing your quality of life or inducing any medical issues, then yes, weight loss is going to be very helpful for your health. But there are so many issues with how physical activity is the main vehicle for weight loss and then thus a lot of really unhealthy issues around there like weight loss will make you happy, weight loss will make you acceptable, weight loss is decreasing the amount of space that you take up and thus decreasing your agency in the world. So I really don't want weight loss to be the focus of why folks do physical activity because it can be so much more beneficial than just the appearance. So I really want to talk about how exercise can help your mental health because if we talk about what benefits you may gain from physical activity, then we can then go into how we can implement that physical activity into our lives. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is perhaps the most popular reason for exercise in terms of your self-care, made popular, of course, by the movie Legally Blonde, and that's exercise makes you happy because it produces endorphins. Endorphins are neurotransmitters that help decrease pain and instead increase pleasure. And this explanation in itself was a little bit too simple for me. I thought, what are the physiological benefits of having this if we consider that the human body was initially in a hunter-gatherer lifestyle? And I found not a whole lot, a lot of just saying what endorphins do, but not really a why or a possible reason for why. Until I found an article, it's not peer-reviewed, so we'll take it with a grain of salt, but essentially, since the human body was initially living a hunter-gatherer lifestyle, we had to keep moving in order to keep finding food and stay safe. And so the premise is that perhaps endorphins were used to help reduce pain, maybe like you know, pain from a little bit of overexertion or just being tired so that 
people would keep moving, keep searching for food. And, you know, that sounds reasonable, I guess. <laughs> I was looking for something like how adrenaline absolutely removes pain temp- temporarily in case you're in a life-threatening situation, but maybe there will be more research later on. And I think when I first heard about this, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit because it's like when I thought about what exercise meant and at the time exercise meant to me just a lot of overexertion to the point that it was painful and no fun at all. Uh, Like, you know, I was imagining Hindley Glabon, she's doing those workout videos where it's like it's aerobic, you know, those aerobic videos from those aerobics videos from the 80s where they're stepping onto little platforms or like doing high kicks or something to me that doesn't sound like fun and then the other exercise I knew was just running and more like sprinting instead of running at a chill pace because I think that was the point of running right you want to get faster so I was imagining all this extraneous exertion which can be helpful right if you're on if you're on a track team and you're trying to run as fast as you can for your next race of course a workout that promotes overexertions to help you increase your speed is going to be beneficial but i think it'd be really sustainable to tweak what exertion can mean because it doesn't have to be really strenuous to the point of discomfort and pain, but more of in the realm of being challenging, like a feasible challenge that a feasible challenge that doesn't knock down your morale. So for example, when I started running, I started a really beginner plan that eased you into running by having a walking warm-up including a walking and running so for example when I started running it wasn't just out of the gate sprinting but instead there was a walking warm-up and then a combination of walking and running so that you gradually increased how much you ran as your body got more used to being on your feet as opposed to when I started which was really sedentary And so that's, I think, that's when I felt endorphins. It's not like a real runner's high where I think you feel like you're just in the clouds and absolutely carefree, but it was more of a feeling of rejuvenation. And I think the first time I actually ever felt that kind of rejuvenation was when I was a kid. Um, I think at the time I was just, so when I was a kid, I had a cold and I firmly believed that what I needed was bed rest. And I said, no, mom, I can't go outside and play. I just want to lay down and rest and get over this cold. Until it had been a few days and my mom and dad were like, no, we're going to the park. Go get your bike. And I was like, no, I need bed rest. <laughs> but after riding my bike at a relaxed pace... And being outside with the sunlight 
and fresh air. I really felt rejuvenated and I think that's what exercise can be. It doesn't have to be structured workouts where you feel dreadfully sore the next day or in the moment you're hating absolutely every second of it. It can be just moving the body in a way that yeah it's a little challenging you know you're not sitting down but you're enjoying what you're doing your body is getting the blood pumping and you feel that sense of rejuvenation after so that first way that exercise can help mental health is by producing endorphins after a moderately strenuous workout it does not have to be ultra high exertion that absolutely exhausts you and demoralizes you the second way that exercise can mental health is to create a little bit more you time for yourself so you know things like society and capitalism really place an emphasis on being productive all the time right so i know i used to think about exercise in a way that made me think if i'm taking out time of if i'm taking out time to refrain from being productive of being working of earning money then i should create I should get as much bang for my buck as possible and create the most strenuous exercise so that I can have the most calories burned so that I can be productive in this workout, right? But then when I made that mindset shift like I described before, instead of doing a super strenuous workout that absolutely exhausted me, instead I shifted it to a more moderate exercise where, you know, if I'm going to walk throughout the middle of my run, then so be it, because this is my time, I get to move my body however I want, and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. So then I said, you know what, let's elevate this into even more me time. And so I thought, you know, maybe music, right? But music doesn't really work out for me. I get really bored with songs, I think. I don't know, a lot of people feel really driven when they listen to music like you know if you run they have a running playlist but that doesn't help me so much so i thought what would help me and the answer came to me k-pop news on youtube (laughs) i love finding out about k-pop what the idols are up to these days and when i incorporate in that incorporate that into my run It makes me feel like I am taking out time for myself. Finding out about K-pop news is not super productive. It's not earning me money, but it's an indulgence that I enjoy. And then other times when I want to listen to podcasts, but I can't really concentrate on podcasts because I'm supposed to be working or whatever, I have used podcasts during my runs. So that might seem a little bit dry, but... I love to listen to really informative podcasts, like um, my favorite personal finance podcast is So Money by Farnoosh Tarabi, and she really helped me figure out, you know, what I should do with my money, Um, other questions by other folks figuring out other money issues, whether they're pertinent to my stage in life or not, Um, you know, like I learned a little bit about buying a house, but I'm not in that market just yet but it's good info to know but good background info to know okay so all of that to say i turned my exercise into time dedicated for me and my own interests and not for being at the optimum level of productivity and so if my k-pop news or personal finance podcast don't work for you find what does work for you 
So that's the second way that exercise can help your mental health, turning it into your me time. And now for a quick commercial break. Now that it's September, did you know that it's still a great day to arrest the officers who murdered Breonna Taylor? Let's not let them live in anonymity. Their names are Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankison, and Miles Cosgrove. To continue the efforts to demand justice for Breonna Taylor, you can visit justiceforbreonna.org. You can sign the petition to arrest her murderers, as well as reach out to investigative agencies, institutions, and individuals in charge that can make this happen. I'll attach the link in the show notes for this episode. The third way is using exercise as a meditative practice or a mental release. I have to admit, I've given meditation a couple tries, maybe not as earnest as I would have liked to. And if anyone has any tips about meditation, please let me know. I'll make a post on Instagram and then you can post there or just DM me. But I I have, a, I have trouble... I have trouble wrapping my head around meditation because it's like you're supposed to not think, but when you think, when you tell yourself not to think, isn't that a thought in itself? So if anyone has any guidance on that, please let me know. But I think what I've achieved with with certain exercise is a type of meditative practice. Not with running because I feel like I do need to listen to something and think about things so that I continue and have fun while I run but the first time I experienced this I think was when I did CrossFit there was something about how you knew what movements you had to do especially I remember with using a barbell and lifting above your head and then squatting all I was focused on was the number of reps and just how to create how to execute that movement with ideal form to minimize injury and there was something about that where all in my head was just thinking of the numbers just counting how many reps I had done and I had completely forgotten about other things going on like everyday stuff and it was a really great mental release at the time because I think I had a lot of I had a lot of self-esteem stuff going on at the time so getting that mental release was really helpful especially when I didn't have a therapist at the time Oh, that reminds me, quick insert. I think oftentimes folks say that gym memberships are cheaper than therapy, and I do think that exercise can be therapeutic, but therapy is therapy is a professional service, and there is no substitute for therapy. So I really recommend not counting on exercise to be your therapy and but therapy can benefit anyone regardless of what your mental health is like okay but back to meditative practice and then i also found this meditative practice with climbing because when i'm on the wall i completely forget about other things and i only concentrate on what my body feels like how is my balance distributed amongst my limbs and how do i maintain that balance as i move forward to get to the next hold on the problem i guess there is something i mean obviously i'm thinking about stuff while i'm climbing i i'm trying to figure out this puzzle right but it was more of like you get that mental release i think you can also get that mental release with other things like movies I guess I'm not sure what other things. If anyone has any ideas of other mental release options, then I think that's great. 
And if you know how they benefit you in those ways, maybe you could try incorporating them into exercise. So if your current exercise makes you think about all of these other things and you don't have that much release, try exploring other types of exercise that might help you get there. So that's the third way exercise can help your mental health. It's a type of meditative practice that can really release you from your everyday thoughts so that you can come back a little bit more centered. The fourth way exercise can benefit your mental health is giving you a sense of accomplishment. And I think the first thought might be accomplishing really major goals in terms of exercise like running a 5k in under 25 minutes that's one of my long-term goals and I think I would have a huge sense of accomplishment when I get there but I don't want us to concentrate on that one major overarching goal because it's going to take a long time i know for me i think my 5k is maybe 30 minutes 30 minutes so it's going to take a long time it's going to take a good amount of effort rather for me to decrease my time from 30 minutes down to 25 minutes so i don't want to go through months and months of training without any sense of accomplishment until I finally get to that ultimate goal, right? So that's why I want you to break that goal down into smaller goals so that you can still feel that sense of accomplishment despite what your current time was or even how well that run went. When I first started running, I had that combination of walking and running. It was walking for two minutes with 30 cents of jogging and not even running quickly and so every time I did a workout regardless of if I was able to run the entire time that I was instructed to I still felt that sense of accomplishment because I stuck to that plan and I made efforts and I got my blood pumping I feel that sense of accomplishment after just completing that run regardless of my time or the distance I covered because these can these can fluctuate as determined by a whole lot of factors like did I eat earlier that day? Have I been hydrating? Is it extra hot outside so it's going to cause my run to be a little bit more strenuous? It's kind of like how I think if you weigh yourself throughout a day you're going to have different numbers on that scale because, you know, weight is determined by water drink, by water, food, how much clothes you have on. So it's a little bit superficial or a little bit surface level, I think, to really take pride, for me to take pride in my distance or time when I'm training. So that's why I want to get that sense of accomplishment from just completing a run because that in itself is a victory. And it doesn't even have to be that big. Last week, my friend invited me to play sand volleyball, and I can get really hung up on the fact that I'm not super skilled at volleyball, so it can kind of go down a spiral of, I'm not good at volleyball, so why should I even go? I'll just, if I go, I'll definitely break the rally, so... It'll only mean like a less fun time for the others, so why should I even go? Everyone will see how bad I am at this. So when I recognize that I do have those spiraling thoughts, 
it's a victory in itself just to show up and i did <laughs> and it was pretty fun and I'm, i'm really glad i did go and so that in itself was a sense of accomplishment so i don't want every i don't want you to think that so i don't want you to think that a sense of accomplishment is solely based on measurable things like your time or your distance or your reps but rather just doing something something that makes your body feel good and makes you feel rejuvenated and maybe gives you a little mental release so as a recap exercise is more than just the physical benefits but it's really critical for mental health and the biggest impacts i've found that physical exercise has had on my own mental health are all the things we talked about today right our bodies were made to move and when we do move we get endorphins and that makes us happy so we don't need to have a super strenuous exhausting workout to feel those endorphins just moving at a moderate level can bring you those endorphins and then exercise can be time that you make for yourself to do whatever you want to do it doesn't have to be the most efficient workout with maximum calorie burns but instead a chance for you to take a little you time and indulge in whatever feels good for you and then exercise can also serve as a meditative practice so if you're looking for ways to have a little bit of a mental release and focus on just your body or just what you're doing without those interrupting thoughts of things you have to do later on or multitasking with various tabs on your internet browser depending on the exercise and what works for you you can find that mental release and then finally Exercise can also give you an accomplishment despite the measurable results just taking action and getting there and trying in itself can feel really rewarding. What a great episode of Gym Class Revolution. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you feel like you could use a little bit of help figuring out how to make physical activity and exercise work for you, Please follow the Instagram account for this podcast. You can find us at Gym Class Revolution. That's G Y M C L A S S R E V O L U T I O N. I've got a project in beta to help folks individually to figure out what hang-ups they may have with physical exercise and how to get over these obstacles. So if you're interested in learning more, go ahead over to my Instagram at gymclassrevolution. Thanks. Remember, Black Lives Matter, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.